0: back at Big C's Barbershop for a prolonged discussion on Russia and the military and all sorts of other things. Enjoy. Yeah.
1: Now, should I just, well, I'm not going to sit there until a guy shows up Till my hair man shows up.
0: Oh how's business? Everybody getting their everybody getting their holiday cuts? Oh, good, sir.
1: Well the only thing that's missing from this barbershop, which is the only barbershop shop I go to for twenty years where you can actually tell a guy you want a military haircut and they know how to do it? Yes, sir. The only thing missing is the playboy hidden under the counter.
0: Ah. Uh, I think Peach Peach has those. Me. Well, what was that? That
2: will be awkward for me. Awkward for <laughs> me.
0: Oh, well, I was aiming for uh, bi-weekly, so every two weeks having one out, I've missed that by, uh, by yeah, about a month's worth, so I've got, um, I've got two episodes out now, mm-hmm. uh, I recorded one episode in addition to that, and my uh, my equipment let me down. Oh, um, really? Yeah, my My microphones did not record like they were supposed to, so it's inaudible. You can't hear what's going on. Um, But uh, short-term goal right now is 100 episodes.
1: And so what are you going to do with these?
0: Post them, post them, people listen to them. Really? Over time. I was thinking thinking about getting... People get interested.
1: I I was thinking, listen, if Elon Musk can get a damn tweeter... Why can't I? You know? I mean I'm probably just as controversial.
0: Well, you could you could do a podcast. You could you you you'd be a great podcast host. I well, mean, you'd, you'd one of these you have d- to have guests. You just uh, start one, the recording and uh, and start talking.
1: Well, but you <laughs> got to get a following.
0: Oh, that's how you get a following. You start recording. Yeah. You put stuff up there. Make nothing sure happens for months. Well, is that? Make sure it's something people want to hear, you know, something that interests people. <laughs> so, how many barbershops do you hit? Like, which barber barbershops do you go to? So far, we've done um, you guys twice now. This will be the second one. And then we've run over at um, Jay's Place over in Clinton. Mm-hmm. And then we've recorded at. Uh, the Grove Barbershop in uh, in Grove Center.
2: Okay.
0: They're so driving the same place and record them there. Uh, well, this this place is has got a nice vibe to it. So I kind of, I mean, I only recorded the one time here, but it was a lot of fun yeah. because uh, it's got the kind of. Um,
1: oh, I used to go to a barber shop here in town and you had to make an appointment and if you didn't show up on time, they canceled you. Yeah, yeah. And, hey man, I wanna be driving down the road and say, whoops, stopping by to get my hair cut. I don't wanna oh, call somebody up.
0: It's hard to find that anymore.
1: You can't, this is one of the few.
2: Let me wash up. You go ahead and take a seat, bub. In here? Uh, Yes, sir.
0: Well, I
1: I've been away for six months, and Yana did cut my hair once. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah, we left for Canada. We left for Canada on the uh, on the first of June. We didn't get there till the uh, 28th of June.
2: What's your name? My
1: name's John.
2: John, I'm Ross. Ross. Yes, sir.
1: Well, I like this place. It's a real barber shop.
2: Yes, sir. And That's why I work here. Off the, well, off the
1: record, the only thing missing is the playboy hidden under the counter.
2: Well, oh.
1: And this oh. is a family shop, you so you can't. Joke <laughs> over and over until somebody laughs. <laughs> yeah, over and over until somebody laughs. I can't get anybody to
2: laugh. Well, I thought you were there. I thought Clarence showed you his underneath. Ah. Well, okay. <laughs>
0: okay, so I to hear the, the, the part of your I was curious about. So, okay, so this guy, so, okay, so to recap, so your son, Tober, runs a marina, right? Yes.
1: Tober owns and runs a marina in Nova Scotia, yeah. right,
0: and then this guy bought 50% of the marina.
1: That's correct.
0: And then somewhere in that process, he said something about fictitious names. Okay. Which has got to be an interesting.
1: Okay, no, actually, the, those are separate issues. Uh, I, bought, I bought our caretaker's house when she died. And I opened a bank account in my name. Sorry
2: about that. So. How short were you on 13? I, well, Maybe. first of all,
1: no. I want it. I don't want it to touch my ears, but I do not want it whitewalled. Gotcha. If I get it whitewalled, I will get divorced.
2: Yes,
1: sir. Uh, on the top, you don't have to take anything off. It doesn't grow just a little bit. Okay. But basically speaking, what I want is a military haircut that isn't white walled, and isn't as short as we used to get it in the army.
0: Pay any attention to me, Ross. I apologize for this.
1: Anyway, anyway, the uh, I opened a, a bank account in my name, which was to cover the income and expense of this of this place we were renting. That is, we were the uh, rentors. and I wanted people to be able to make a check instead of to me. Uh, to an entity called Gwen's Cottage. And that is, in, in, in what used to be US parlance, a fictitious name that you apply for. Okay. So the Canadian laws are sufficiently different from ours to make it very difficult to get what I call the fictitious name, and they have a different name for that.
0: At the bank. In other
1: words, if you were to write a check uh, for the rent, you didn't write it to me, you wrote it to Gwen's cottage. And that, that really is important. I used to be in business with my father. It was a partnership. And they didn't write checks to me or the old man. they wrote them for C.S. Words and Company, a fictitious name that was really us.
0: So
1: it's like, what do they call it? A year's on the I Well, I, you, you know, whatever.
0: I don't know what that means. I am like,
1: on, Yeah. <laughs> well, none of it makes any sense because it wouldn't go through and can't, what we tried to do didn't happen. Meanwhile, a boatyard is a completely different situation. Uh, my son owned the boatyard. Boat he had a partner, and the partner wanted to retire. So they looked for somebody to buy the partner's interest, and this guy bought it, and in so doing, he got 50% interest in the boatyard. Well, it turns out he was a crook. So we, we tried to buy them out and finally we were successful. And, uh, and now we have the boatyard back. The net effect of that was I wound up paying a good deal of that money and wound up owning the boatyard myself. <laughs> and I didn't want to own the boatyard. I didn't want to own the boatyard. So tougher, my son owned half of the the cottage, Glen's cottage. So I tried to buy him out. The Canadian law wants to charge me capital gains for that, Now I don't want to pay that. I got. Well, so they got a di- whole bunch of different laws. The, uh, the capital gains uh, in, uh, in Canada is 25%, and it's 15% here.
0: Yeah.
1: So it's more expensive. And, oh, i gotta t- I got to tell you, it's unreal. So I went through this process... And I brought the paperwork home and gave it to my accountant here in the States. The tax return that you have to file in order to get credit for the money you paid in Canada is 20 pages long. That's ridiculous. So I tried to fill it out, and I finally gave up (laughs) and got my accountant to do it. And that isn't cheap. Anyway, I have to tell you, when I cross the border from Canada to the United States, that's a very happy day. Anybody that gets mad at the US for what we are, or what we do, needs to leave the country and find out what it's like there. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but every once in a while I've been stopped by a cop, and I always tell them the same thing. Now that you're done with me, go go to McDonald's and get your donuts where you should have been in the first place. <laughs> so. If you do that to a Canadian cop, they put you in jail.
2: Right. right. There ain't really free speech over there anymore.
1: Yeah, free speech. Well, free speech. They spe- don't have
2: a constitution with it. Yeah, so. free, free
1: speech. The First Amendment does not apply anywhere but the United States right, of America.
2: Right. It's in our constitution. Other that's countries right. don't have that. So. That's right. You can get it locked up for saying the wrong pronoun or fined at least. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, I've
1: I've been a big supporter of the United States. I spent two and a half years on active duty and ten years in the Reserves. Big supporter of the U.S. military. So I don't know what happened, but they decided that they were going to stop officers getting their promotions because of one guy.
2: Cool.
0: Yeah, I can't remember his name. million?
1: That? He, he, he got,
0: million? Yeah,
1: he's in this. He's this, this uh, yeah, I think he is Alabama. Senator. And so there are a whole bunch of military guys getting ready to get promotions. And when you're field grade, that has to be passed through Congress, through the Senate.
2: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. And so this one guy held up something like 450 promotions, as well as the Secretary of War. How long ago? Just happened a few. It's just finally gotten reconciled. Louisiana. Let's
2: see. We got Thomas Massey.
1: I can't remember the guy's name. He's, he, he 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 was. He was a senator from I believe Alabama. Oh
2: Alabama. Yeah. I but I'm not sure
1: what Single Louisiana. I've already had my I got my fifty.
0: grew up in Alabama and I don't know the I
1: see the music anything about Alabama. I can shake my hand. Yeah, you
2: shit. Yeah, my well. friend just moved to Gallanton. Gallatin, Alabama. Yeah. Middle of nowhere. No internet you finally got Starlink. Oh, why well, you can't you can't get an internet service in Alabama? Well,
0: the Yeah, room. yeah.
2: It's he had the, the limited SD card Verizon thing. Oh, you only got so many megabytes.
1: Well, I don't know what I'd do without the internet, but I pay 150 bucks a month to get it.
2: Yeah, me too. Sounds like you got communist cast. <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> well, I don't know. I can't live without the internet.
2: So what do you think about the military today? How's it going?
1: Well, I think there ought to be a draft. I think every single one of us should be, should be at least subject
2: like Israel and uh, well Israel Russia. you
1: just have to serve
2: you have to serve. Russia you have to serve two years if you're a citizen. Uh, Israel you have to serve two years I believe. Yeah. A lot of countries do that and it makes uh, national pride you know it's embedded in it.
1: Well that that is exactly what I think. I, I agree think.
2: with that. Two years unless you you know, have health problems or something like that.
1: Well and even if you have health problems, you could be doing something that's not military, that's absurd. Right.
2: There's many jobs in the military, yeah. and the training.
1: Well, I've got to tell you what, I'm very proud that I was a member of the military. Yes, sir. And I will never regret a day I spent there. I'm not so sure that the reserve system is as good as it should be. Uh, when I was in, you could pretty well guess that worst case, you would serve one tour. And they're now serving like four? Yeah, yeah.
2: Afghanistan. That's pretty, that's
1: pretty tough on a guy's career outside of the military.
2: Yes, sir.
1: So I'm not sure about that. But I think everybody ought to at least be... Uh, a potential server.
2: What do you think about the woke ideas they're pushing in the military now? Diversity training and critical thinking, race theory. you think the military should be involved in such things or should they just focus on fighting the enemy?
1: When the, I was in, they
2: say the new enemy now is uh, white supremacy in, in our nation. Even though the military is for fighting foreign.
1: I'll tell you what, when I was in the military, there was no such thing as prejudice. But right. that was 30 years ago.
2: Right. You think it's gotten worse or better?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Right. But what I do know is... The guy across the street from me at Fort Benning was uh, was black, and he didn't have enough money to buy his uniform so to graduate. So I gave him a hundred bucks, and I wondered whether I'd ever get that back. Mm -hmm. On payday, thirty seconds after he got his money, I got my money back.
2: Very nice
1: very very nice guy and back then it was time to go home for two weeks before being reassigned and he said he didn't have enough money to drive home to get home so i told him hey man come with me he said you're crazy if we get in the same car with different colors like that we'll both be dead (laughs) now that was like Thirty or forty years ago, and right. I don't think it'd be that way now. But it tells you something about how far this country's come with respect to uh, uh, fair treatment of uh, of uh, uh, minorities.
2: Yes, sir. That's a good parable. That made sense.
1: Anyway, that I you know. The military's a pretty good place to be. Uh, you don't want to die, and you don't want to be in combat, but other than that, that's a pretty darn decent bunch of people.
2: Oh, sir. What do you think about the Israel and Hamas ordeal?
1: Oh, that, <laughs> that's a no-brainer. <laughs>
2: I mean, to some, yes. I mean. Yeah, they,
1: they. Those those guys... Murdered, dismembered, and generally did terrible things to the Israelis.
2: Right. Well, a lot of people don't know that Hamas in Hebrew means violence. Oh, really? You can't be a a victim and then say the name of your organization is violence in (laughs) in their language. No, no, no. (laughs) That's cool. I mean, it's in my common sense brain. I I don't know.
1: It sounds to me like you got a pretty good brain.
2: I appreciate it. You too, John.
1: Well, in any in any case, Hamas has got to be beaten.
2: I agree. I mean, it does stink. It stinks just like the Russian people that are
1: Oh, now don't get me on that because well, I'm in the same place on that. Putin has got to go. Well,
2: I'm just I'm not saying Putin. I'm saying the people are suffering in Russia and w- Ukraine.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Now the government's different that's running it.
1: Yeah, that's right, man. I tell you what.
2: But the people always suffer.
1: That well that's happening in Israel too, isn't yes, it?
2: Yes, yes, sir. I agree.
1: That's one of the most tragic things you can possibly imagine. All of those all of those people in Israel and got, uh, worrying I'm, about
2: rockets hitting your window or being invaded. And, yeah. and your child took it and who knows raped or children babies beheaded just big, like that in and
1: being dismembered, yeah No, that's terrible
2: Very on terrible. the other
1: end, I don't want to see any civilian
2: right, and just like the there's Palestinians, there's Christian Palestinians and everything else, yeah. and they're living under fear of Hamas and
1: yeah, no, that's and a really. Innocents
2: are being killed. That's war, though, but yeah. unfortunately.
1: Well, now, now you're now you're talking about the difference between outright murder, right, and collateral damage during combat, right? Correct. So I'm I'm for I'm for getting rid of Hamas and giving Palestine back to the Palestinians. And I'm also for keeping the Ukraine in the hands of the Ukrainians.
2: Um,
1: I'm pretty militant about that.
2: Me, I'm I'm on the fence with it. uh, The point of Ukraine has always been known to be corrupt. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And what we are having here is Russians fighting ex-corrupt Russians. Is it really our place? But see, George Bush Sr., yeah. they invaded Georgia during that, that one of their regions in Ukraine, and they annexed it. Russia took it over. No one said nothing. During the Obama administration, uh, they took over Crimea. No one yeah. said nothing.
0: But well, now, the, now Crimean
2: or,
1: situa- the Crimean situation, you got to think about it, it's a lot like mm-hmm. Cuba. That's a piece of property that's really close to Russia and is a requirement for their defense, when right. you right. think about it. So I was, I was okay with them getting that.
2: Right. Okay.
1: On the other hand, that does not excuse, or nothing excuses, murdering women children, destroying infrastructure, and ruining their crops, which is what the Russians did. They could be corrupt as hell, and that's well, still yeah. not
2: excused. I agree, invading the other nations, period. Yeah. Another thing is do you believe in Zelensky, where he he made where well, there's no elections this coming spring
1: who did that Zelensky. he did
2: yeah oh my I,
1: goodness that's not good. and he
2: also made all media in the country state-owned so there is no free there's no free oh that's media. terrible that's so i been. think he's acting kind of like a tyrant in a way and using the war for it yeah and you know he's iffy you know he used to be good. an actor
1: oh i know you
2: know and he's kind of iffy to me i'm not saying russia's right or good in any way but i'm just saying there's it's two shady ordeals oh yeah there's a way there's also you know i don't the the deal we i think the the deal is why Putin's doing you know they're saying he's insane all that he's got to be a pretty smart guy he's been in charge for 20 years who putin yeah
1: He's a criminal. Well,
2: he might, yeah, he might be a criminal. I don't mean he's dumb.
1: Oh, he, oh. He's not dumb. Who said he was
2: dumb? The, the, the media. Yeah. The media says he's oh, dumb. Oh, the, the media. The yeah. media is full of bull. I agree with that. We agree on that.
1: Notice I did not use my usual term for that.
2: i <laughs> have uh,
0: got a little checkbox. say explicit. All I just check that. Word for
1: good.
0: You say whatever you want.
1: Hi. No, no. Some other I,
2: things about Zelensky, you know, he, he's banning Russian books. He's banned the Russian language. In the that's not good. And I, I don't, I don't. I mean, I understand you're at war with them, but that don't mean you're trying to delete their culture. Or,
1: oh you no! Know, a lot of
2: them grew up in the southern regions speaking Russian. They don't know anything. You're going to make well, them that, stop yeah, speaking that, Russian? That,
1: there's no doubt about that. But none of that excuses murdering women and children.
2: Well, I, I agree with that. There's also, he's arrested an American journalist right now. What? Zelensky? Yes, Uh, Gonzalo, because he was talking, he was asking questions like these questions and everything else, and questions about the Biden administration, and Zelensky has him locked up right now. You can look it up. I think it's Luis Gonzalo. He's an American journalist, locked up.
1: Well, that's news to me, huh?
2: Well, I don't know. It's well, shady business, the, all
1: fir- f- first of all, all of this stuff is filled with, with nuance. I agree with that. And you, uh, you have to, uh, you have to understand that that's true. On the other hand, I cannot excuse murdering women and children for any reason.
2: I agree with that. That's why I don't support Moss
1: uh anyway it's on
2: both sides you know I got to sit here at Zelensky and these are colonels and I listen to a lot of podcasts oh yeah and these are uh, colonels and generals and
1: well you listen to the guys that come in here or you got a bunch of military people we
2: do we got a bunch of military people
1: so get their opinions yes
2: sir but supposedly Zelensky's conscripting a bunch of 14 year olds off the street and throwing them on the front line or his people are. Yeah. So, I mean those are children for the grinder. Yeah. So I think both sides are doing, they don't care. To, to, both of them have goals and they'll do whatever to achieve it. I know they're fighting for their homeland and during our revolution you know that I think the average Soldier was about 14 or 15.
1: Yeah, well.
2: Which is 1% of our nation that fought in the revolution. And, and,
1: and the average life expectancy of Americans back then was 35. <laughs> are, that is correct. That is
2: correct. You know, most of the commanders under George Washington were about 21 years old. Yeah. Can you imagine 21-year-olds and 14-year-old Americans today fighting? Well, being commanders?
1: Yeah. Fear 15-year-old colonels.
2: Yes, sir. <laughs> How about that?
1: <laughs> oh, well, things were way different then. You know, the, the, if you look at the overhead on the Constitution, uh, it, it's like five feet or something, you know, really? the ship. Yeah. So that means that the average sailor was less than five feet tall. Hmm.
2: I did read something about that.
1: And the average soldier today is at least six feet. Right. A lot of change. Hey, if you were a true constitutionalist, uh-huh. in order to vote, you would have to be a, a land- white, land-owning male.
2: Well, according to the Constitution... And just going by the 14th uh, Amendment that's in it without, even after civil rights, I mean, every man that's created under God has, has equal rights. Yeah. You don't even have to put in a race there. You're a man. You all have equal rights. So pretty much any landowner, you're right, they didn't go by that back then. It was white landowner males that could vote. I think we need to go back to that. I think There you go. You didn't didn't let me put the if in there. Go back (coughs) to it be landowners and people with property or all that. We got a lot of people that's voting that are just sheep and just going with whatever the media says or whatever else and and all this. I think it needs to be people that have stuff at stake and that are more more invested. You got a lot of people that are putting zero in the system. Yeah, that's true. I mean, a lot of people that's just getting benefits, A lot, probably 10% of them really need stuff like that. Yeah, but you can't Maybe cut out... Maybe more in
1: different places. You can't cut out women, can you?
2: No, I didn't say... No, what, what I'm saying is that it should be people that are responsible, kind of like credit or anything else. Responsible people should be the ones voting and people that actually take the time to look at the policies they're doing and all that not hey i like how that guy speaks or hey i like that guy's haircut you know that's how people are voting they're voting on someone that wants to be a friend i'd be friends with him instead of voting on policies and what they'll do for the country
1: yeah but i agree with you completely on that
2: so i'm not saying no women and and every race anybody that's american should be able to vote I think they need to up the age, to be honest with you. 18-year-olds and all this stuff, they want to downgrade the age to 16.
1: Yeah, well, that's dumb.
2: Well, you know why? Because they're more easy to it's easier. doable and to manipulate.
1: That's right. It's, easy. it's easier Say, hey, to... we gonna we'll
2: give everybody iPhones. That means every 16-year-old in the nation would vote for whoever said that. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> the iPhone. So I
0: might
2: Mm-hmm. which Benjamin Franklin said "The once, once the Congress starts bribing the people you've lost your republic so that's bribery when you're paying hey I'm going to pay off your state of de- debts hey I'm going to give you more EBT you're, that's bribery you're bribing the public I'm going to give you in Georgia Biden said a month before the vote if you Georgia if you vote for me I'm going to have you a $2,000 check in the mail I mean, if we said that to someone, that'd be pure bribery and we'd be in prison.
1: Yeah, maybe. I think, the, I think the, uh, the government ought to pay for two years of college. I don't think high school's enough anymore.
2: Well, I agree with that in a way.
1: And I think they ought to be teaching civics. Well, that'd be the same thing. What well,
0: oh, yeah. well, I'm saying basically is the now, same I as that.
2: But what I was saying about that is I think but that how mean, about everybody that pays taxes can vote. That means everybody's invested, everybody that's giving money back to the country, and that makes sense to yeah. me. because they're giving it out too easy. Now they're saying they're going to make everybody that comes over the border, give them cars to vote. They can't even speak the language the, the, or know, know any, can't even read a road sign. The, the,
1: the idea the idea that we conduct the business of the United States in some other language but, but English to me is, makes no sense at all. The border situation is that what we got to do as a group of people, we got to understand that there's a big problem on the border, and we need to settle down and solve it instead of biting each other's
2: back. Right. You know, we're more worried about Ukraine's borders and other countries' borders than our own borders.
1: Yeah, well, and we I'm ought to— What about
2: their national security, but what about ours?
1: We ought to, we ought to fix that.
2: Yeah, I
1: agree. We ought to stop with the backbiting and the name calling and all the rest of that, and we ought to settle down, get back to common sense, and do the business of the country. Agreed. Yeah, and they're not. They're they're so busy. The government's so busy fighting about. Whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, right. that they're not bothering to solve the
2: problems of the country. And they got the people divided too. Oh yeah, Every they did a good job of that. that. While, while we're not seeing the people are not seeing the big picture, they're mad at their neighbor.
1: Yep. Well, I can tell you this: I'll bet you anything. If there was u- universal look at me, if there was universal conscription, that would all end. <laughs> If every right. single person in the United States of America was,
2: they would grow up, wouldn't they?
1: Yeah. All of a sudden, instead instead of a uh, group that is not wealthy is our, it makes up our military. Exempt, yeah. Every single person, wealthy or not, should be should be yes, without part of their, our military.
2: Getting their daddy to not let them get drafted and all yeah. that. Yeah, that's. The way the world works. So.
1: Anyway, this is a great place.
2: <laughs> <coughs> thank you, John. That was a good convo. Yeah. And thank you for serving.
1: Well, I enjoyed every minute of it. I never shot an, I never shot around in in, in anger though. <laughs> I mi- I missed all combat. I was lucky I got I got uh, I got called up for the uh, Bay of Pigs, Ooh. so I missed Vietnam. Yeah, I, I was out before Vietnam and after Korea. What's that? And so and so it was the Bay of Pigs, you know, Cuba.
2: Yeah, but that got stopped, didn't it? The... in a way. The culture, so the, the no, cu- like, nah, the Cuban the
1: situation was a. Uh, well, I don't know how to I don't know how to say this. This was a debacle between the Russian government and and Jack Kennedy. Right. And they damn near caused a, an atomic war.
2: Right. It was Cold War, war induced in a way. Yeah. And uh, it's about the Russians were trying to get missiles over to Cuba so they could have an advantage over us to shoot missiles into the United States if they wanted to.
1: And that would be equivalent to our uh, holding... Ballistic the, No, the, our holding the Crimea.
2: Right. Okay. Uh,
1: and we're, we're going to face the same thing. We're going to face the same thing in China with uh, 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 with the Taiwan issue.
2: You waiting, bud? You waiting?
1: I, I gotta get out of here. No, you're
2: fine. you still sitting here. I, I gotta
1: blow this planet.
2: <laughs> no, you still sit here and talk over here.
1: No, I'm done. How are you <laughs> I think I think we can pretty much all agree that what we need to do is to stop the bullshit, roll up our sleeves and start running the country. That's you know, they what I
2: say a uh, week week time.